This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. Yes, yes, what's going on, people? Happy New Year. I don't know if I can say that still, uh, but it's the first recording of 2021, so I'm going to say Happy New Year to all you people out there. Welcome to another episode of Give Me Some Good News, the podcast where we, we cheer you up and we keep you in a good mindset. Different year but same positive mentality and 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 the same people the same the same hosts myself uh, stand up comedian Nathan Caton and uh, the multi-talented co-host Rich Wolfenden how's it going mate yes mate all good happy new year i mean it feels weird that we're saying this on the 15th of january yeah. but you know what it's the first time we've we've convened so i feel like i have to say it to you mate you know what i, I, I think rules have gone out the window for like 2020 and 2021 i'm still eating like um advent calendar chocolate which i started in like october <laughs> what fuck the rules man mate this year has been a, well this last 12 months it's been a mindfuck i don't care i just do what i want now no. You, you can have an advent calendar for every month of 2021 if you wanted to. If you bought them in bulk at the start of the year, end of last year. You know what? They've, they've got them in the shops, um, like you know, like discount now because Christmas is gone. So I might go and buy a shitload and just just make my way through it, mate. No. Genius idea. Well, then your girlfriend comes in and she goes, Nathan, why have you got 12 Peppa Pig advent calendars in the living room? <laughs> No, it's funny. Actually, I did buy a Pippa Pig advent calendar. Um, did you? Yeah. It was, so it was like a pound. Like, yeah, I bought that one and a, a Turtles one and a white chocolate one because I'm a massive kid. Christmas New Year, how was it? Was it, was it all right? Yeah, it was all right. It was just, I, I was working a lot. I was on the radio 20 of 20 out of 22 days on the bounce over Christmas and New Year and stuff. So right. I was constantly working. So Show I don't want to rub it in. <laughs> yeah, earning but, money. Uh, yeah, yeah, piss off, mate. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it was just probably the same as everybody's, you know, just not seeing many people and just keeping it to the, the very immediate family, really. Yeah, keeping um, it quiet, keeping yeah. it quiet. Yeah, cool, exactly man. Exactly that. Well, guys, uh, I said um, it's a new year, but we, we are keeping you guys in, uh, in in a good mood, right? As you know, if well, if you're new to the podcast, uh, welcome. Uh, those of you who listened before, you know how it goes. We have a guest on each episode who uh, shares with us some, some good news. It could be something from, from their life, from the news, something they've seen, but something that just puts a smile on their hours and hopefully your faces too, makes you laugh and giggle and whatnot. Today's guest is a very funny comedian who I've gigged with many a times, as recently as like two days ago, via the, via the magic of Zoom. Oh, gosh. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Jared Christmas. How's it going, mate? Good, man. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm good. I'm jumping on board with your advent calendar for every month of this year. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it, February man. would be an absolute treat, right? February's, what, 28 days? Advent yeah. calendars... Oh, no, because it only goes up to Christmas, doesn't it? Yeah, that's so it. only like, 24 you've like chocolates. A, you've got like the best part of a week just with no chocolate at the end of yeah, the Yeah, it's going to be tough, isn't it? Yeah. So don't buy 12. You're going to have to top up. You're going to yeah. have to do some math. I'll buy 13 or 14 <laughs> to counter out the extra few days of each month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this could be a business idea, though, a gap in the market for a year-long advent calendar where it just takes up the whole wall of your living room. And Incredible. Day by day, have like an individual chocolate. Three hundred and sixty-five yeah. little windows. Well, someone's I'd... just gonna someone's gonna write into your podcast. I don't know if that happens. With it, do you guys get letters? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got a fixed address. I don't think. Sadly, <laughs> someone's gonna write in going, "Isn't that just a bar of chocolate, mate?" You know, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Ah, oh, stop 
Stop shutting down the fun. Yeah, stop yeah. raining on my diabetes dream. <laughs> Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just create one massive cardboard door and behind it is just shitloads of chocolate. <laughs> like it just falls out like a, a, cabinet, a oh. cabinet that's overstacked with chocolate. Yeah, bars. that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? I mean, what a way to go, though. Oh, mate, And an yeah. avalanche of chocolate. <laughs> Blinded by bounties. It's, it's like that question uh, when you were a kid all the time of... Um, I don't know if it happened all the time, but it, it was a, certainly a big part of my childhood banter about filling a swimming pool up with your favourite thing okay. and what would it be? And I always went for custard and just thought swimming through custard and eating it at the same time would just be <laughs> amazing. But then I saw uh, some kids' TV show, um, Brainiac or something, yeah. where they filled, a pool, they filled a pool up with custard and you can walk over it. <laughs> oh. Because the density of custard oh, yeah, allows yeah. you to so kind of walk bounce over it. it. Yeah. I yeah. vaguely remember that show. Was it Was it Vic Reeves used to host it? No, nah, it was... Uh, the one I saw was, um, you know, the Top Gear guy who keeps getting into accidents. Oh, oh yeah, Hammond. Hammond. Oh, Richard, Richard Hammond. Hammond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh he's tiny, so... So he, of course he can custard. walk over custard. That's such a strange thing to do. He travels the world driving these fabulous cars. But this weekend, Richard, <laughs> get your swimming trunks <laughs> on. You're running across custard, mate. This weekend, Richard, you're going to be the shittest Jesus ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, swimming through custard, I mean, wouldn't you need custard with something like crumble or cake, Jared? Mate, you're talking to a guy who, before I knew calories existed... So we're talking around about 2003, 2004. <laughs> what I used to do, especially after gigs, is I would go into a supermarket and buy the container of pre-made custard yeah. and just drink it like it was a milkshake. Bloody <laughs> hell. I'd just drink it. And I, I got, created a list of my favourite supermarket custards. Uh, Marks and Spencer's, of course, was right at the top. But you'd think Waitrose would be up there, but no, Waitrose was down. They're better now. Waitrose is better now. They've got their uh, vanilla extract, Madagascan Ooh. vanilla custard, okay. which is, I mean, I don't know. Is this what your podcast <laughs> is going to kick 2021 <laughs> off you know, with? We talk about so. food so much on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody ranking the pre-made custards of supermarkets. You know who used to do a mean pre-made custard is Morrison's. Really? Okay. Yeah, big time. I feel like there's definitely a YouTube video in this. If you've not done it Oh, there must be. There must be. Like that kid who goes into chicken chops. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The custard connoisseur has also got a ring to it as well. Exactly. Just an overweight, hairy guy drinking custard. (laughs) Custard goes in your beard and stuff. Oh, Oh, And I never used to have a beard, so I didn't have that issue. Whereas now, we... This is true... Uh, the other night we had uh, custard for dessert, uh, you know. Uh, my my wife had baked a little cake and we chucked some custard on there. And there was custard left over. And so I went into the kitchen and this is how weak I am. I just spooned it straight into my face. Wow. Um, and then said, oh no, I've knocked the custard over. <laughs> and my 11-year-old comes into the kitchen going, what happened, what happened? I was like, I knocked the custard over and I've had to get rid of it. And she said... Why is there custard in your moustache? And I just spooned it in and didn't realise that I got custard all caught around my... Oh, oh such my a God. child. Man, I love it. I could really go for some bananas and custard now. I think that might what might be right. what happens. We always talk about food on this podcast, I swear. I know. Custard improves everything. 
He does. Apart from yeah. bolognese. Mm. Yeah, you the line here. Um, Jared, mate, thanks for coming on. Uh, you know, sharing some some positivity positivity with us. Um, yeah. What, uh, what 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 story do you have to share with us today, mate? Okay, so this is a story I found a couple of weeks ago. You know what it's like. You're just killing time, trawling through bloody Facebook feeds, Instagram, whatever. Mm. And I stumble across this story, right, that initially sounds negative because it's got to do with um, nuclear bomb testing in America back in the 50s, right? So what happened was uh, they realised, you know, blowing up nuclear bombs on the surface was pretty bad for people's health. So they started uh, digging big holes and letting them off underground, right? And this one uh, experiment, they, they dug a, I think it was like a 500 meter tunnel uh, and put the uh, nuclear bomb right at the bottom mm. and then decided to put a manhole cover over the top of it, like a four inch thick, thick uh, metal cover. Uh, and then they let the bastard off and that manhole cover just disappeared. And so the lead scientist was like, what the hell happened to that manhole cover? Let's do it again, and this time we'll set up cameras to capture in super slow-mo. See what happens to the manhole cover. So they repeated the experiment. They captured on film what happened to the manhole cover, which is officially the fastest man-made object ever. And it's got launched into space. Let me find the details of it, the uh, exact... uh, 125,000 miles per hour. What? They uh, they predicted that it had gone, right? Just by, you know, calculating with the frame rates and stuff like that. And then just obviously had no idea where it had gone. But that is (laughs) way faster than what's needed to break Earth's atmosphere, right? Wow. So (laughs) since then, computer modelling and physicists have determined that those two manhole covers by the 1960s, would have been well beyond Pluto. Shit. Yeah. Jesus How incredible Christ. is that, right? That the uh, they launched these two man... Sorry, uh, it's 2021 uh, person hole covers um, <laughs> into, into space. And this is what I love about this story, is that instantly I was like, oh, my God, I've got to read more about this. Uh, and I have done. Uh, but I told my eight-year-old daughter about it at bedtime a couple of nights ago. Mm. Because uh, she's really into space. She's learning about it at school and all that sort of stuff. And I've never seen someone's uh, someone have the facial expression of mind blown. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we hear, oh, that blows my mind and all that. But we, I think we say it sort of, I've certainly been saying it as just something to say. You know, like the power of your mind being blown. Is good. But she could not sleep because she was just going... When will it stop? And I was like, it won't stop unless it hits something. And she's like, but where, where would it be now? And I'm like, it's in another galaxy. And she's like, there's wow. other galaxies? And I'm like, oh, my God, you're eight years old, of course. That's and then so I told funny. her that we are in the, the Milky Way galaxy, and she called bullshit on that because she knows <laughs> the Milky Ways are a chocolate bar, right? And I said, yeah, but there's Mars is the planet next to us, and that's a chocolate bar, isn't it? And she was like, oh. and then she dropped this fact on me. About Uranus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Scientists have proven that Uranus smells of farts. <laughs> have you heard this? No. It does, Absolutely because, not. I yes, it does. It. Google it. No, Google it, Richard. I'm not Googling Uranus smells of farts. <laughs> Seriously, you just need to put your. Uh, if you type into Google, Google Uranus smells. 
Google will just fill the rest in for you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it smells of fuck. Inappropriate it shit. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's hydrogen, hi, hydrogen sulfide. So the first layer of gas is hydrogen sulfide, which is the smell that rotten eggs give off, and it's the gas that's in farts. And this is what I love, is that the Greeks way back in the day named a god Uranus before they even knew that they were going to name their sphincter an anus, <laughs> right? And then suddenly Uranus, people start like, Uranus, and now we've discovered that it stinks of farts. Come All these on. things have just connected together over hundreds of years. It's yeah. brilliant. I mean, if there was one planet that was going to smell like that, it had to be Uranus, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. It'd be so disappointed if it was Venus, right? <laughs> uh, Venus smells of farts. You're like, whip these shit. Venus sounds like penis. It'd be better if Venus smelled of willies. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, we're Sound Rebel, and we produce this podcast. Do you want a podcast? We'll make it for you, as long as you give us some money. But not as much as you think. Podcasts are a really cost-effective way to engage with the people that matter to your business the most. Email hello at soundrebel.co.uk and we'd be delighted to talk to you about just how cheap they are. Uh, don't say cheap, say cost-effective. Just how cost-effective they are. Email hello at soundrebel.co.uk to find out more. Right. Back to the episode. The, the first thing about this story that, that my mind like twitched to instantly was that America was so on board with blowing up, blowing up nuclear bombs that they thought, <laughs> let's blow up a manhole cover. What is the budget in the US, in the US military? And then to go, oh, we'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. For, for one level. scientist just on a whim to be like, I want to measure... But then you know it would have all the people approving it would have been blokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he would have gone, "Hey, I put a manhole cover on it the first time for a laugh, and I reckon it's in space. Should we <laughs> prove that?" And he was like, "Yeah, man." Yeah. When you were talking before about Brainiac, it's probably like the guys from Brainiac uh, worked in the nuclear team in yeah. the United States before they went on to Sky One or whatever it was. So maybe that's the career path for scientists. You don't quite know. I've got, I've got an image of like. On a, a pilot flying a plane, and then someone's quickly flying past me. What the fuck what was the- that? <laughs> I mean, what a way to go, though, if you were flying a plane and then something ripped your plane in half, <laughs> and they were like, it was a manhole cover. But also, because I'm I'm such a sci-fi nerd, um, I love science fiction programs and books and all that. Part of me is thinking, but what if those manhole covers hit an alien planet? And they measure the trajectory, figure it out it's come for us, think it's an attack. Oh, shit. And then they invade us <laughs> because of shitty manhole covers. Well, oh it wouldn't God, be the first yeah. war that America started, would it? <laughs> first interplanetary one. Yeah. <laughs> the manhole wars. Oh, um, that sounds good, though, doesn't it? Manhole wars. I mean, war's <laughs> never good. No, but it sounds like it'd be on Discovery Channel, the manhole wars. Yeah. If I saw it on the listings, I'd watch Manhole Wars. But then let's let's take it all out of context from what we've been talking about, and Manhole Wars sounds like a porn. Yeah, okay. it sounds like something you get on a dodgy channel. <laughs> um, I actually I saw a story uh, recently. It was about aliens. Um, I think I don't know if it's in America or not, but the they've, they've trained like a, a specific section of the army, or they've got a certain section of um, military or whatever 
to fight or prepare for an alien attack. Right. Is that the is that space uh, force? I don't I don't know what it is, but is it what Donald Trump set up the space force? Yeah, but is that it, wasn't that wasn't that wasn't to fight aliens. That was to like explore space and more to fight aliens. Is yeah, that what this, you're talking about yeah, yeah, for fight nice. for fighting aliens, right? But then the thing is, they're aliens. You don't know what they're coming with. So how do you prepare for an alien attack? Yeah, they they could arrive and be like you know three inches tall and that yeah. sort of thing, and then you just stand <laughs> well, on that, the aliens. There's that great section of um, Douglas Adams. Uh, Hitchhiker, I think it was Hitchhiker's Guide, where uh, aliens invaded Earth, but they got all their measurements wrong, and so their invading fleet showed up, and they were a fraction of an inch big, and a dog swallowed them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how do you prepare for something that you have zero idea of what they're going to be bringing to the party? Exactly, you're, you're shooting. Think they could be res- resistant to, to bullets and guns. It's like, well, what do you do then? You're all, all the training. It's fucked. It's gone out the window. Did you like Nathan? Did you like Independence Day? We're we're about the same age, aren't we, mate? Yeah, um, we're the same generation. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I'm a, I, yeah, I remember it uh, vaguely, loosely, but I I, I did enjoy great it. Film. I I agree. I think it's a great film. But it came out in 1996, I believe. Mm. It, it might have been it might have been 96 in New Zealand and probably 94 for you guys. Um, <laughs> I remember it being actually the first film. Uh, that I was disappointed with because of the hype. Oh, that really? Was, that movie was hyped to shit. Mm. You know, like the the bloody Star Wars Phantom Menace. The hype on that was insane. And oh, yeah. all of us... Movies. Yeah, and all of us, that Star Wars was a real thing for us as kids, and then being starved of anything Star Wars, and then suddenly there's a movie coming. Oh, my God. There was no way that it could succeed in our expectations. Mm. Yeah. And Jar Jar Binks, I'm going to go on record and say it, Jar Jar Binks is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that will be the soundbite. That's a soundbite for this episode when it goes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go on record and say it. I've got, a, I've got a Star Wars joke. Are we allowed to tell jokes on this? Make so you want, mate. Go um, for it. Did you hear about when Han Solo let Chewbacca land the Millennium Falcon for the first time? And Chewbacca crashed it. Uh, Han Solo put it down to a Wookiee mistake. Oh. Come on, come, ah, come on, on, man. Come on! I made that up with my own mind oh. about 15 years ago. So happy with it. Very good. good okay, this, this episode is done. <laughs> Goodbye. End. <laughs> um, Jared, uh, mate, thank you so much for, for, your, for your very entertaining and funny story and uh, very... Um, Intriguing story. I'm I'm, I'm going to go and Google some shit now. <laughs> yeah, Google it, man. Uh, and to be honest, you just need to write into Google "manhole in space," and the, there's heaps of stories about it. Um, Jared, mate, if people want to uh, find you and follow you, where can they do so, bro? Uh, I, I'm on all the social media stuff. Uh, I'm not a big fan of posting on Twitter and stuff. I do occasionally. Uh, Facebook is is all right. Instagram, I like Instagram. It seems fairly positive. On Instagram, um, you can't go down too many uh, rabbit holes of hate when you're on uh, on Instagram. Um, Twitter seems to be really good at that sort of stuff. <laughs> but also, if you're inclined, I've got a I've got a special out on Vimeo. If you just put Vimeo Jared Christmas, it'll come up. I, th- I think it's three pound forty nine. That's a bargain, mate. <laughs> Listen, I've, I've seen Jared, and that, that's a bargain. So yeah, jump yeah. on that, mate. Cheers, man. Cheers. Jared Christmas, check him out. Thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Uh, much appreciated, bro. Um, Thanks for having me, Rich. Uh, good, good, good.
good to good to have the gang back, you know. Uh, Rich, good, hey. good, good to have you back, mate. Um, yeah, nice to see you, mate. I mean, I'm sat in my bed for today, so, you know, it's not the ideal studio scenario at the moment. But, you know, we'll move forward in 2021, and maybe I'll upgrade to the, the dining room uh, <laughs> as time goes by. Still Radio X 2021? You doing anything? Yes, Friday and Saturday nights, Radio X, 7 till 11. And, yeah, any Everton fans that do me Everton thing every weekend when we're at home, so get on that. And at underscore Wolfenden on Twitter and Instagram, please. Nice, cool man. Um, as always, Nathan.Caton on Instagram, Nathan Caton on Twitter and on Facebook. Until then, guys, take care, stay safe, and stay in a positive mindset, man. Let's discover more shows on the Sound Rebel Network. Like Men Lose Weight. This is Men Lose Weight, a podcast about four blokes who partied hard through their 20s together and now they think mm, maybe we should try and lose a bit of weight in their 30s together. Be honest now, lads. Have you ever been in the middle of a personal training session and feigned an injury? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I moved from Birmingham to Nottingham two years ago, right? Turns out I've been paying for a gym for two years that I live over 100 miles away from. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee at one point or another, he said, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. He obviously didn't try that pizza. Did you try that pizza that came out this year? The one good thing about 2020 where it's like KFC and pizza. (laughs) I have lost three pounds this week. Just so you know the numbers, I've also lost three pounds this week. I'm down to 17 stone four. I have also lost three pounds this week. What? You are joking me. I am one pound down this week. All well good. Done, mate. We've all, all lost, progress. which is magnet, which is definitely better than last week, boys. Well done. A lot better than last week. <laughs> Ten pounds in a week, boys. What? That's like a bait. That's more than my baby weighed when he was born, so we've lost that collectively <laughs> in a week. So, I mean, if you want to look at that, that's pretty decent, isn't it? Men lose weight from Sound Rebel. Listen now on your chosen podcast app.